where does yesterday's future, which is already here, meet today's future, which is about to happen, and tomorrow's future, which could be just minutes away? Welcome to Technology Revolution, the future of now, where host Bonnie D. Graham asks savvy futurists for their predictions about the tech-driven trends that are shaping our future right now. Here's your host, who will take us into the future of now, Bonnie D. Graham. Absolutely right. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hello from somewhere in the world. Where am I? I have a quote from a Brad Paisley song that's really cool. If you have a chance, watch the video. I'm so much cooler online. I think I can say that. So how are you hearing me? On live internet radio? That's where I'm broadcasting. On a recorded podcast, maybe a couple hours after right now. The future of now is the title of our show. Are you watching me and hearing me on a live streaming platform like Facebook Live? Well, I'm going to give you a little bit of a history lesson on radio and digital media. This may interest you. You may get some information to share at a cocktail party or around the cooler or whatever people do these days. So here's my cliff notes. The discovery of electromagnetic waves, including radio waves by Heinrich Rudolf Hertz in the 1880s, came after a half a century of development on the theory of connecting electricity and magnetism. It culminated in the theory of electromagnetism, well that's interesting, developed by James Clerk Maxwell by 1873, which Hertz finally proved. In the mid-1890s, now keep in mind, that's a long time ago, Guglielmo Marconi, you've all heard his name, developed the first apparatus for long-distance radio communication. Fast forward to December 23, 1990, and Canadian inventor Reginald A. Fessenden, bless him, became the first person to send audio by electromagnetic waves traveling across 1.6 kilometers. Okay, kids, I'll do the math. That's 1,749.78 yards or .994 miles. Six years later, Christmas Eve 1906, he became the first person to make a public radio broadcast. Take that all in and now let me fast forward you to 90 years later. The world's first internet radio station was launched by Carl Malmut in 1993. The internet's first live video stream was a performance by GarageBand Severe Tire Damage in June 1993. In 2005, Steve Jobs said, Podcasting is the next generation of radio. And Facebook launched live on August 5th, 2015 on a limited basis to celebrities. They found that people were watching live streams three times longer and making comments ten times more than a regular video. So what's up with all this media? It's coming at us. It's streaming. We're broadcasting live right now. I don't see any wires. Is it here to stay? Is there something new coming? Is David Bowie saying... Ch-ch-changes, turn and face the strange. Is that where we are? Well, I have a panel of four people. I'll just say they're in the know on this kind of media. We're going to ask for their take and their predictions on, are you talking to me? How are you hearing me? I'm Bonnie D. Graham, and welcome to, I think this is episode number eight of our brand new series called Technology Revolution, the Future of Now. And it turns out that one of my panelists today is my, I like to call him my partner in crime, my co-producer, Ryan Treasure, VP of Broadcast at Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're also welcoming Rob Greenlee, VP of Content and Partnerships at Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-M. We'll ask him what that is. Judy Morgan is a DVM. Doctor of Veterinary Medicine. She's a friend of mine from other media, and she is a celebrity. I can say that, Judy, a celebrity on Facebook Live, reaching so many people she never imagined. And our fourth guest today is Randall Libero, Senior Executive Producer at Voice America Talk Radio Network. So welcome to our panelists. Let's start off with some introductions. I'm going to let you hear their voices right away. Ryan Treasure, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background and how is this topic important to you? Ryan? Hey, Bonnie, thanks for having me on the show. Um, you know, this is uh, one of the most wonderful shows. I, I love to co-produce with you, so happy to be on today. And uh, yes, I'm the Vice President of Broadcast Operations here at Voice America. I've been here since 2004. Uh, and, you know, we uh, we make radio. That's what we do here. And uh, this, this topic is near and dear to my heart just because I've been in the business for 20 plus years and uh, starting out in terrestrial radio and moving into new media, which is, you know, exactly how the trend has you know, gone with the industry as well. And, you know, here we are 2019 and doing live radio over the Internet. There you go. And I still don't see any wires. Do you, Ryan? I do not. <laughs> there you go. Only, Imagine. Only from my, only from my headphones. <laughs> there you go. Mine too. Imagine if Marconi 
had even dared to dream what would happen with this thing called radio. Thank you, Ryan. Looking forward to your predictions and your take. And you've sent me an opening quote we'll cover in a few minutes. Next up, Rob Greenlee. He spells his last name G-R-E-N-L-E-E, just like it sounds, at Libsyn. Rob, welcome, and tell us a little bit about your background, please. Well, my background um, also kind of follows a... A, a consistent theme here. I started out on, on radio back in uh, 1999. Started doing a, a, a radio show in a radio station in Seattle and and in, uh, in started to put that show out on the internet as a as a download. You know, basically starting in 1999 and then podcasting started in 2004. So I, I put my show out um, as a podcast back at the very very beginning of the podcast medium back in that time frame. Um, so I've been a content producer, plus I've worked um, on podcasting platforms and live streaming platforms for, for many, many years myself. Actually, I've built my own network uh, for my, mm. my radio show because back, back in those days, you couldn't really, um, um, it, you know, have a hosting platform like Ellipson take care of all of the <laughs> the distribution needs that your show has. So, um, but as far as what I'm doing today, I, I yeah, I work for a company called Ellipson, and it means um, <clears throat> excuse me, liberated syndication, and it mm. was the very first podcast hosting platform to ever ever exist um, back in back in 2004. Um, we host about sixty-two thousand podcasts today. So, so I, that's that's a that's a little snapshot of me. Thank you very much, Rob. Pleasure to have you. And and you're reminding me of my own my own broadcast uh, background. And I'll share that a little bit. Let's go around the table. So next up, Dr. Judy Morgan, DVM, uh, and Judy, talk to us. When did you start on this? Give us a little background on, on your veterinary practice and how you became, I'm just going to keep saying, you're a celebrity on, on Facebook Live. Judy, tell us, tell us, you and media, talk to me and welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've been a practicing veterinarian for over 35 years. I own two practices. And in 2014, I published my first book, um, at the request of some people who wanted my knowledge written down somewhere. So I said, okay. And uh, then I realized when you write a book, you have to actually promote a book. <laughs> so you know, it doesn't, just, doesn't just fly off the shelves. It's amazing how that happens. Uh, yep. So I started a uh, business Facebook page basically to promote the book and promote my practices. And when Facebook came out with Facebook Live, I said, well, let's give this a try. And I'm, I'm not very tech savvy, so, you know, it was trial and error at the beginning. But we did have done Facebook Live since 2016. Mm-hmm. For the first two and a half years, we did it every single morning. We call it <laughs> Breakfast with Spaniels. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did it from all over the world. Didn't matter where we were, we, we made sure that we went live. And so I've done it on mountaintops and oceans and all over the place. And um, I have my own line of supplements and product lines. And so this has helped me immensely to grow my platform, grow my name. My goal is to transform the lives of 10 million pets worldwide as a minimum. And I'm a holistic veterinarian, so I'm promoting more holistic health. And uh, this has been, and now we stream on Amazon, or uh, I'm sorry, YouTube, as well as Facebook. Judy, so exciting, and I have to give a disclaimer here. Judy was a guest on one of my other radio shows on a different channel, and I invited her to be a, a remote TV guest on my series, Something to Talk About, a few weeks ago, and I was so intrigued that when I was putting together the panel for this show, I thought, who better than a, a practitioner who came to broadcasting, not like Rob and Randall, our next guest, and Ryan and me, who've been in the media for so many years, but somebody who came to it later in the development of the technology. So, Judy, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And now there's one more person waiting so patiently, Randall Libero. Randall, please introduce yourself. Hi, Bonnie. Thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Um, well, I started falling in love with radio when I was in college. Uh, I started at the college radio station, and uh, I was, we had a Sunday evening program. And then from there, after uh, college, I actually ended up in uh, Hollywood working in the entertainment business for about 12 years, started mm. at NBC television as a comedy writer. And then I transitioned uh, many years later to being a journalist. I used to be a journalist at the U.S. State Department, 
uh, for their media division and uh, also for a couple of corporate companies as well. And then uh, my family and I moved out to Arizona and Phoenix, and uh, after doing a number of different things, I uh, ended up here at Voice America, where I've been here since 2005, and I've brought in um, and produced for, um, God, I produced thousands of hours with uh, best-selling authors, influential thought leaders, world-class speakers, celebrities, CEOs, business innovators, all sorts of people over the years at Voice America started our Seventh Wave Channel, which ran for 11 years, and a couple other private label networks. And uh, I really enjoy working with a individual uh, professional to create a world-class uh, radio show for them uh, from the ground up, and that's kind of what we do here at Voice America. I know, because I started, well, I didn't start on intraday, right? Let me give a little bit of background. I'm, I'm Bonnie, the the co-producer and host of this series. I was um, doing some stand-up comedy in New York back in the mid-1990s, and somebody on a local public access TV station invited me to be a guest, and that's when I met some people who were not only PATV producers, but radio hosts on Long Island, and before I knew it, people were inviting me to be a guest on their radio shows, and then one day I got a call from the general manager of of WGBB Radio, the oldest oldest um, AM station on Long Island. For I, it is, it's still around. And they said, "Would you like to to be a radio host? Would you like to be a producer?" It totally came out of the blue. Eventually, we worked it out, and I ended up with two live shows a week, two nights a week, one with a co-host and one on my own. And then several years later, I moved that show. By the way, the Chippendale Dancers in New York were a sponsor one of my shows. I just had to throw that in, and I have pictures to prove mm-hmm. it. And uh, <laughs> I know this is radio. We don't have pictures. And uh, then I, I moved over to internet radio uh, because I had a, a, an accident. My car tire blew out coming back from the station late one Friday night on the parkway. And I said, no more commuting to a radio station. So I moved to internet. And I met Ryan, uh, Ryan Treasure, in 2011 when I cold called Jeff Spinard, the CEO of World Talk Radio, which we know as Voice America, and said, hey, I work for a big global business software company. I'd like to start a radio show. Would you like to work with me and he said let's do it and the rest is history 43 series we had a million and a quarter listeners last year and we have audience all over the world so that's how I got into broadcast media and I I find it absolutely fascinating so let's see if you're just tuning in by the way and you're wondering what in the world are these people talking about this show is technology revolution the future of now and my theory is if I say the future of now it's already in the past so the future of now is about to happen and all of you listening to us around the world you're part of making that future happen. Today we're talking about, are you talking to me? Podcasts, internet radio, Facebook live streaming. Are they crazes or classics, future classics? Are they fads or are they the future of how we're going to be communicating with each other? My very special guests, we're about to hear their opening quotes, are Ryan Treasure, Voice America, Talk Network Radio Network. There you go. Rob Greenlee at Libsyn, Dr. Judy Morgan, Facebook Live user in Facebook Live Celebrity, I keep saying that, and Randall Libero at Voice America as well. So Ryan Treasure sent me an opening quote from, uh, let's see now, this is from Christopher Nolan on an Interstellar official teaser trailer. Interstellar was a 2014 film. Apparently this was said by Christopher Nolan in a very compelling official teaser trailer. Never actually made it into the movie. Christopher Nolan is the seventh highest grossing movie director by worldwide box office office ever, ever, ever. Here's part of the quote, Ryan. I'll le- read a little bit what you tell us how you picked this for our future quote today. It says, we've always defined ourselves by the ability to overcome the impossible. And we count these moments, these moments when we dare to aim higher, to break barriers, to reach for the stars, to make the unknown known. And then the very end of that is, and we've barely begun, and that our greatest accomplishments cannot be behind us because our destiny lies above us. Ryan, I need violins. That's such a beautiful quote. Ryan, how did you pick that for our topic today, please? Well, uh, the movie Interstellar is uh, one of my favorite movies. My wife and I absolutely love it. Um, And I chose this quote secondarily because me and Rob chose the same quote before, and you told me I had to get a new one. So that's right. I went on. I went on to this one, uh, and Rob, we're we're so we're so synergistic here. It's funny. Uh, I chose this because I feel like you know everybody celebrates accomplishments and things things that they have done, but one thing that I like about this quote so much is that 
I think people forgot that the human race, we are still pioneering. We are still moving forward. There is still stuff to create. Um, and so at the end of that statement, it says, because our destiny lies above us. I still believe that um, we are not destined to stay here on this planet. We will uh, eventually go off into space and travel and and seek new worlds like Star Trek says. Um, and, and I feel that, you know, this is just really the beginning of that time right now, 2019. Thank you very much. Very, very interesting. Uh, Rob Greenlee, I'm going to move over to you. Ryan, I've never heard you wax so philosophical and so poetic in all the years I've been working with you. So I'm happy to see the other side of, of Ryan Treasure. We've done radio and TV together many times. Thank you. Now, Rob Greenlee has selected a quote from Yoda in Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Yoda was played, of course, by Frank Oz. Uh, let's see. And here is the quote. It's a beauty. And this, these are words to live by, Rob. No. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Rob, what are we talking about here? Podcasting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just do it. Is the saying. I know that's a Nike quote, but uh, that's that's the bottom line. Don't don't try it. Podcasting. You have to just do it. So, yep. Interesting. What I didn't mention, thank you, Robin, in my opening, is that when Steve Jobs said in 2005, podcasting is the next generation of radio, he also said, users can now subscribe. This is 2005. Users can now subscribe to more than 3,000 free podcasts and have each new episode automatically delivered over the Internet to their computer and iPod. And if you fast forward to 2018, which is last year, the iTunes store had more than half a million podcasts. And statistics in an article in Forbes I read said that more than 80 million Americans regularly listen to podcasts. So in the space of 13 years, we went from 3,000 free podcasts to half a million. There's, there's a history right for you in front of us. So try don't try just do it's it thank you very much yep. it's actually seven hundred thousand now is it really it's it's yeah. exponential we can't even keep track of it let's move to the opening <laughs> quote from dr judy morgan this is a quote from doc brown we love movie quotes judy doc brown played of course by christopher lloyd in back to the future the 1985 fantasy sci-fi film and here is the quote your future hasn't been written yet no one's has your future is whatever you make it, so make it a good one. Judy, I love this. I think we all could have written this one. Judy, how'd you pick this? Well, it was interesting. You asked me for a quote, and I was doing research for a speech I have to give in a couple of weeks about leadership and how um, being woman of the year in the pet industry has impacted my life and my business. And so I was writing about passion, and I was writing about, you know, what makes us do what we do. You know, why do I do what I do for the pet industry and why am I so passionate about it? And um, I've been doing a lot of, you know, reading about our life and our future and the fact that, you know, there's a lot more than what just goes on on this planet. And we really can create whatever we want to create. And five years ago, I did not set out to create a Facebook celebrity, I set out to sell a book and, you know, mm-hmm. I created being a Facebook celebrity and, you know, having a product line and doing all these other things. And I have no idea what I'm going to create tomorrow, but there's you can, whatever you want it to be. So you might as well make it great. <laughs> there you, well, you're, you're embodying the future of now. You're not a mm-hmm. professional in the field like Rob is and like Randall is and like I can say I am and, and Ryan. We, we're all working here. You're somebody who discovered the opportunities of the media. That's why I invited you, Judy, because we'll call you a, a practitioner who came in once the technology was there and you are finding it interesting, fascinating, opportunities opening up. You're discovering and proving what the opportunities and what the possibilities are. So thank you for doing that. And Randall Libero, let's get your quote out here. It's a quote from the 1936 film. It harks back a little bit. Things to come. Let me do a little overview here. It's Christmas 1940 and every town resident John Cable or Cabal, Raymond Massey, I remember him, fears that war is intimate. 
imminent, sorry, when it breaks out, the war lasts 30 years, destroying the city and ushering in a new dark wave of plagues and petty despots. Ooh, but there is hope in the form of Wings Over the World, a group of pacifist scientists and thinkers led by him. Their dream is to build a utopian society on the ruins of the old. Let's just leave it there. Here's the quote Randall has selected. I hope I did that well, Randall. Here we go. And when man has conquered all the deeps of space and all the mysteries of time, still he will be beginning. Randall, how'd you find this one? 1936, really? Yeah, well, I'm kind of a film historian. Actually, that was written by H.G. Wells. It was a screenplay. He didn't write many screenplays, but he wrote that screenplay. The film is, uh, was made in England. Uh, it's also known as The Shape of Things to Come, directed by William Cameron Menzies, who was the production designer on Gone with the Wind. So it's, uh, it's a film that goes, uh, takes you on a trip through time, and it ends up at this futuristic society, uh, and um, they're looking, you know, looking at the space through a giant telescope. And um, it's just a line I've always kind of felt that, uh, you know, all these shows and sci-fi shows talk about and show you, you know, sort of, a, you know, shooting and guns and, and uh, you know, a militaristic kind of a version of space, but I always feel it's more like the movie Contact, that we, if we go into space, we're going to take ourselves, our humanity, our consciousness with us. And I think that uh, the discovery as we explore into the future, that we'll understand that the, uh, the human side of uh, space travel, and I think that quote speaks to that. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Very interesting. Great quotes. Thank you all. They said we love movie quotes. We love song quotes. And I've already quoted two songs and one actually with a music video. I'm, I'm So Much Cooler Online by Brad Paisley. If you haven't seen online, I think it's Jason Alexander who stars in that one. It's really cool about a dude in a basement who pretends to be all kinds of people and get the goyles, as they say. And the other quote was ch-ch-ch-change. Turn and Face the Strange by David Bowie. Now it's the time in the show when I'm going to read the predictions my wonderful panelists sent me in advance of the show. And I'll read the first prediction from each of them and ask them to spend about two minutes telling us what it means and why you think this is going to happen. So we'll start with Ryan Treasure. Ryan said to me, audio and voice are emerging as an extension of people and not just a tool. Ryan, tell us more. Well, I always looked at it like this. Everybody has a voice. We all talk. That's, you know, an inherent component of who we are as as human beings. And uh, as connected devices are emerging all over the place and Google Home is everywhere and Amazon Alexa is everywhere. And so, you know, this voice that we're all we are all born with is now. It's now an extension of us that literally extends globally. I can get on my Alexa device and with my voice, I can talk to my mom. I can make a phone call to my mom. I can make a podcast. I can do a Facebook live. I can do a YouTube live. You know, all of those things are things that I can use my voice to do. Um, and so it's no longer just a part of me. It's an extension of me. It's an extension in my connection to everything. Um, you know, and in and, and, and one of my other quotes, I say something about 5G, but, um, you know, the, the 5G connection is, is exactly that. It, it, it allows the world a, a level of connectivity that we haven't seen. And because the way that voice is emerging, uh, you know, radio is going to go backwards. It's going to go back to like old radio. It's going to be like, you know, uh, cheap indie films with low costs, right? And low profit dollars and then high margin, expensive blockbuster created uh, audio components. Um, when I was a kid, I used to listen to The Shadow Nose right Ooh, on radio. You did. <laughs> and in the Green Hornet and some of those things. And I think a lot of that storytelling, a lot of those components are, you know, finding their way back into, uh, into media, back into uh, audio, especially. And, you know, you're going to see brands creating this curated content for audiences um, and marketing that uh, and to function a lot more like movies do, but in an audio based content. Thank you very much. And I have to tell everyone that The Shadow is the name of a collection of serialized dramas originally in 1930s pulp novels and then in a wide variety of shadow 
Media. And in September 26, 1937, the Shadow Radio Drama, a new series based on the characters created by somebody named Gibson. I'm missing the name here for the Pulp Magazine premiered with the story The Death House Rescue. We'll just leave you all to go look that up on Wikipedia. Of course, Ryan, you know that I memorized that and I just had it here at the tip of my fingers when you mentioned The Shadow. I just want to confirm that. Thank you very much. Rob Greenlee, your first prediction. More quality, longer form storytelling. Pray tell, Mr. Greenlee, what are we talking about here? Well, I really it kind of falls along with what uh, Ryan was just saying. I, I'm seeing in the market, at least in the podcasting market, uh, uh, fictional and r- reality-based um, storytelling podcasts are really propelling the audience growth that we're seeing in the medium today. So... Um, that's my uh, that's my my prediction that we're just going to see more higher quality long form storytelling, whether it's fictional or reality based, uh, is really going to kind of move things forward here as we look to the future. Rob, let me ask you a question. When you talk about longer form, are you talking about more than, for example, on this show, I try to keep, well, we have four panelists plus me, and we're keeping our answers short, so two and a half minutes or so. When you talk about longer form, do you mean a person getting on, for example, and reading a book on a podcast, or two people engaging in a conversation where one gets to talk for 10 or 15 minutes? How would you define longer form storytelling? Well, I think you need to look at it from the from a spectrum perspective and say that everything that is in the podcasting space or even online radio, um, it's all a matter of the duration of the stories. Um, So content that we're seeing in the market uh, when podcasting started were typically shows that had short stories um, that comprise, you know, like this program, there's short stories that each one of us are telling. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is is more, you know, like a longer form series, um, more of an episodic type of content flow, which is very similar to audiobooks. But I think what we're seeing is like, uh, you know, if you think about a television show, um, basically apply that to an audio program, and I, and it's a series. It's it's it has a connected episode that actually that that stitches it together. And so really the only distinction between content um, out there as we look to the future, it's just how long the stories are. And I think that's the way to, to keep thinking about it. Um, and, and as we think about, you know, the roots of human communication, it's always been based on humans telling other humans stories. And so we have a natural propensity to want to consume and listen and enjoy stories. So now we've, we're kind of opening up the spectrum, just like what Ryan was saying, we're going back. Because the early days of radio, there were um, theater of the mind, there were longer form stories that were being told that were capturing the imaginations of listeners um, across the board in all demographic groups, um, age, age groups that were fascinated by I know when I was a child, I listened to, um, you know, theater of the mind type of things on the radio. And, mm-hmm. and I, that's, that's coming more and more to the on-demand world and the online audio world is my prediction. Thank you. I like it. Thank you for expanding that. I, I understand it better now, and I'm thinking of audio books as a, as a part of what you're talking about. Thank you. You said yes. Okay. Judy Morgan, Dr. Judy Morgan, your prediction is live streaming will bring new cultures into classrooms. I like that. Talking about education. Judy, what are you you thinking about this one? Well, you know, into classrooms, so, you know, like a high school teacher could connect with another high school teacher or, you know, somebody overseas anywhere and, you know, have, uh, you know, live streaming of the, you know, a what goes on in the daily life of, you know, people that we may never have any contact with. But one of the other things that I see happening with education is, you know, no more commuting to the, to the local college or far away to college. You know, you can bring all that classroom into to your computer literally from anywhere around the world. And I have, you know, people who apply to work for me who, you know, basically their entire education was done online. They were homeschooled with a lot of, you know, uh, online um, content. 
for their grade school and high school years and even their college is being done on the computer. And I think we're going to see, especially with the price of going to a university, you know, a lot of the, for instance, the veterinary students are paying fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year for their mm-hmm. college education. They're coming out really in debt. And I just hired a new doctor and she informed me that they did not have a radiology professor. So all of their radiology learning, so all of their x-ray reading was done through online courses. Wow. And it's, it really changes the fact that you don't necessarily have to go somewhere. You can do all that from home and you can learn about cultures all over the world on, you know, one-on-one with another person who is thousands of miles away telling you about their culture and showing you things. And I think it opens up really amazing opportunities for students and teachers, really. Agree. And Judy, I, I, did a, I hosted a, a business radio show for SAP yesterday talking about the former, the past, the old-fashioned modes of doing business. You get in a plane, you set up a conference room, you reserve a block of hotel rooms, you have to print out a gazillion copies of your presentation. We talked about the new ways of business being virtual, and I don't think we talked about education being virtual as well, so I'm very appreciative you brought that up. And that brings me around the table to Randall Libero. I'm just going to keep saying you're waiting patiently. Randall, I had a guest on a show a couple <laughs> weeks ago where I said, my fourth guest is waiting patiently, and the guy said, how do you no, I'm patient, buddy. He's like, oh, excuse me, I really didn't ask you. I just assumed you were being polite. Anyway, so Randall has an interesting first prediction here. We're going to go around in a minute on the second round here. He says, media culture, people's obsession with media, media devices, and media celebrities will drastically taper off. Judy, don't take this personally. Will drastically taper off as a cultural shift. Randall, Judy's sitting right next to you virtually. You have to explain this one. What are we talking about here? Okay. Well, Ed, the rest of the quote you didn't read, it said uh, taper off as a cultural shift happens, and that's going to result in people desiring um, deeper meaning, more truth in their lives, things like that. I think uh, I, I'm, I'm a big um, a studier of uh, the intersection of media, media and culture and society, and I look at that because as I produce radio shows, um, mm-hmm. I'm always looking at what's going on. And um, I'm, as I produce radio shows, I'm always looking at what's going on. And one of the things that I've realized about working in Internet radio is that, you know, our voices are our power. Um, and that uh, the, the one thing that technology has changed is that having, um, having a voice is no longer the privilege of a few. So as the media uh, revolution continues to ex- explode, and the last part of that uh, prediction I said is that the Hollywood entertainment industry would no longer have the stature it does today, it's because the, the media is becoming more entrenched in our lives and we're interacting and we're communicating. That's resulting in a couple of things in society. One is it's people's desire for connection. And now we can talk to people anywhere in the world. But it's also isolating people. So there's two different things going on. So as that feeling of isolation happens, but the, connect, the desire for connection happens, I think you're gonna, that's going to result in a cultural shift uh, in terms of how people interact and use media and devices and talk to each other through social media and through communication mediums like the one we're using right now. And I think uh, Rob pointed out something. I think that uh, talk radio and, uh, and Internet and um, storytelling is going to become more and more important. I'm developing a dramatic podcast right now for Voice America. It's, it's our first uh, step into that. And um, it's based on uh, one of my shows. It's Goodnight Marilyn Radio, which is about the life of Marilyn Monroe. So, mm. you know, things like that we're going to, are going to start, again, another wave of revolution. Plus, we're moving into a new decade. And as you know, decades each have their personalities. I mean, the 60s is very different from the 70s, very different from the 80s. And I think we're going to see new types of um, awareness, new type of culture shifts happening in society. And, of course, you'll see that first on media and Internet radio and, and video and all of that because it's already out there. Thank you very much. Very interesting. I'm going to move to prediction number two around the table. Let's see if we can cover one from each of you. I think we have plenty of time here. Ryan Treasure, prediction number two, social audio and video with future variants 
providing seamless connectivity worldwide. And I think the concept of 5G is sneaking in on this one. Ryan, talk to me. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, you know, I'll just set the tone. And and anybody who's done uh, any kind of internet connected stuff, they know this. My phone, when it's on 4G, if I have a bunch of bars, it seems to work okay. Just okay. Mm-hmm. And I use my phone for a lot of different things. I could be doing this radio show through Skype on my phone, but I don't trust my phone's connection because the internet connection, even over Wi-Fi, uh, is, isn't, isn't good enough. It's not stable enough for me. I want to have a good quality product. Uh, product. I want to I do that. So with the advent of 5G, um, you get uh, bandwidth speeds that will then increase the ability for people to do different types of broadcasts, um, whether they be live or recorded or, or whatever. Uh, and because people can uh, be interconnected, uh, an, an interesting, interesting thing, once 5G comes online, it'll be the first time in the human history that the entire globe will be interconnected. Uh, there's a lot of countries like India, right? They India uh, survives on wireless internet connectivity. They don't have an in-ground infrastructure like the United States does. So 5G is going to be huge for some of those uh, types of countries. And um, you know, as we alluded to earlier, right? This this uh, is this will also, like Randall said, it will come into a cultural shift because of the the ease of connectivity between the global community. Um, there will be a, a complete shift in the way that all of us are looking at um, people like the Kardashians, right? Um, some of that stuff's not really going to matter. I'm going to have so much more stuff to go deal with that the Kardashians was not going to be important anymore. Well, my goodness, I won't make a comment on that one. Thank you very much. <laughs> Clear the decks. Well, well, not that they were important to me anyways. (laughs) Okay, there you go. We're not going to take a petition on that one. Rob Greenlee, prediction number two. This is interesting. Podcast monetization will keep growing in three directions. Rob, talk to us. Everybody wants to make money. What's going on? Yeah, a lot of these are are things that have been going on in the podcasting space for for a long time. Uh, Free and, you know, content will... Mostly remain free out in the world, and I think it's it's a little bit of a question mark right now with uh, some of the changes around premium platforms uh, launching here, like uh, Luminary and things like that that are trying to put more and more spoken word podcast content behind paywalls. Um, but there's multiple models that are involved in, in in monetization right now. There's actually a growing trend around. Um, advertising being inserted into um, audio programs like this uh, using technology. So it's almost like sliding a book into a bookshelf, right? The ads can be uh, slid in or, or removed. Um, so, and that even can be done around downloaded, you know, shows. So, so the technology is going to enable lots of other options around delivering advertising and, and you know, uh, pre-recorded host read ads. Um, and, mm-hmm. But premium is going to find a place. I mean, people are going to want to sell content as well online, and I think that there's a place for that, and there always has been a place for it. So, so I think that the full spectrum is going to be expanding out there. It isn't going to move solely towards just premium podcasts, kind of like what we've seen with um, television, Uh, where a lot of the content is being put behind uh, paywalls, I think we're going to see the full spectrum persist as we look to the future um, around how people make money and how people can get access to uh, spoken word podcast content. Thank you, Rob. And that's a perfect segue into Dr. Judy Morgan's prediction number two. She says, and she knows, live streaming will blow product sales through the roof. Judy, what do you think? Well, I've, I've seen this firsthand, and uh, going back to what you were just talking about with Rob, Facebook came out with premium paid subscriptions uh, maybe about a year ago, and they offered it to Facebook celebrities. Um, so I actually, besides having my free daily Facebook Live, I have a uh, group of what we call supporters who pay a monthly subscription and they get content that is specific to them that doesn't go out to the full group. 
So, you know, Facebook started, uh, you know, they offered it to certain people to, as a trial, and it's going very well. Uh, but it really helps with product sales because when I do a, a live broadcast, so for instance, if I'm talking about an ear cleaning product, I've got my dog sitting there in front of the camera and I can demonstrate how to use the product. I've got dental products. I can demonstrate how to use them. And every time I do that or I talk about a certain product that I use for, you know, this morning's was talking about arthritis, natural treatments for arthritis. And as soon as I do that, I click off, signing off, and within 20 minutes, our online sales start to blow up, and you just see them popping wow. one after another after another. And it because those stay on that page, everything is archived on there. People can go back and watch them later. And it's interesting. You'll see when one gets popular again because all of a sudden those products start to pop again. So – and. When, now we live stream on YouTube as well, so it gives us a second platform where that same content is going out simultaneously. So it really has changed our ability to talk about, demonstrate, and you know, kind of give people an almost live experience with the use of a product and see how it works. So it's made a big difference. Thank you, Judy. Very interesting. That's why I wanted you as, as firsthand as a user of this media rather than a professional in the industry. Thank you. Uh, let's move on to Randall. Prediction number two. This is a long one. Let me read it. Randall says, the current trend of digital journalism. He's talking independent writers, video producers who comment on current, you know, politics, social, lifestyle, culture, business, and more online will continue growing and gain a greater in- attention and significance in how and where The public learns what's going on in the world. So the topic for the future is digital journalism. Tell me a little bit more, Randall. Well, uh, you have to look at what people are doing on the Internet. And one of the the things that is happening to a great extent is that people are finding out what's going on in all those areas you mentioned, you know, political, lifestyle, cultural, all of that. Uh, And they're listening to uh, independent journalists. And some of these people are actual real journalists who've worked in the major media who have their own blogs. And they get to say things that they don't get to say on television or radio. And uh, or they're retired or they're just uh, writers who see things happening and they're able to comment on it and say things. And I think that uh, if I if you look at some of the subscription levels and following levels uh, of some of these uh, people who do this. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, they have millions and millions of followers. Um, so uh, when you when you look at uh, what's happening there, you realize that that's going to continue to grow because people are not trusting traditional media anymore. Uh, that that has gone away. I mean, I worked in the industry. I wrote the front page news for AOL, and I wrote for CBS Radio, and worked at the U.S. State Department. So you know, I I kind of are what was. It, watching what's going on and it's always uh, fascinating to see how people are knowing what they know uh, and telling each other about it over social media and how that shifts the culture into thinking in whole in whole new ways thank you very much very interesting i'm looking at the clock we have 10 minutes left i want to make sure we have time for prediction number three so let's make this into a little bit of a lightning round i'll give you each uh let's say 90 seconds two minutes max for your prediction number three let's see if we can cover something from everyone ryan treasure prediction number three non-music based tv content ooh will start to funnel to radio and podcasts tell me more ryan treasure yeah, you know, we can uh, tag on to some of the things that Rob was talking about with, you know, uh, storytelling and long form. There's, you know, there's a lot of TV content that's created that, you know, plays in non primetime hours. There's, you know, um, I, I don't know. I, the last time I looked at a cable package, there was something like 270 channels, right? And I don't know about you guys, but there's no way we watch 270 channels. So there's all content that's being created in the television space and some of it's not really being consumed. Number one, and then number two, right, with audio, audio is like the only thing that you can do while you're multitasking, right? You're not watching YouTube videos while you're doing the dishes. Well, maybe some people are, but they're probably more <laughs> listening to the video than they are watching it, right? 
And so I just kind of see that, you know, you have a lot of these story-based television components that could easily be uh, put into on-demand, you know, podcast type of content, uh, live radio on the internet. Uh, and, and, and as that uh, listening audience continues to grow on the internet and more people are connected and more people have Apple CarPlay and, you know, Google, uh, uh, whatever the Google car service is, uh, Android Auto, uh, all of those connected, you know, the devices makes it to where more content will be consumed. Um, and as content creators uh, become more savvy about distribution, uh, that'll, that I believe is one of the things that will start to happen uh, in the next couple of years. Thank you very much, Ryan. Let's go to prediction number three from Rob Greenlee. And Rob says, Rob, two minutes for this. Podcasting medium will continue to steadily grow based on increased global Android listeners. Oh, talk to me. Well, I think if you look at the market today, um, uh, about 60% of podcast listening today um, is happening on Apple's iOS platform, uh, which, which means that it's, um, the, the listening is happening primarily on the Apple, Apple devices. Um, but as you look at the world um, from a much broader perspective, um, iOS only only comprises about twenty percent of the world's uh, smartphones out there. So we still have eighty percent of the world's smartphones to tap into to grow the podcast uh, overall podcast global listening audience. Uh, so that's where the the future opportunity for growing audience is going to come from as you look to the future. Thank you very much, Dr. Judy Borg, and prediction number three. Live streaming on multiple platforms simultaneously brings exponential growth to brands. Judy. Yeah, so this was what I was talking about a little bit before where we now have a program where we are streaming on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. And something new that has just been introduced in the past few months, and we haven't even started taking advantage of it yet, we sell products on Amazon. And Amazon is now offering us the ability to live stream actually on Amazon talking about our products and demonstrating our products and and you know, trying to boost the sales that way. So I think we're just touching the tip of the iceberg. The the different Instagram has live streaming now. There's so many different ways where we can get out there and touch lives and demonstrate and meet a little more one-on-one with people. I, I love the Facebook being interactive because I can actually talk to people and they're posting uh, their their comments as we're going and asking questions as we're going. So I, I love that fact and I, I think it, it personalizes things, but it, it helps the brand recognition and helps the, the brand and the, quote, celebrity grow. <laughs> Thank you very much, which you are. And Randall Libero, prediction number three, and we're good with two minutes for you. You say communications. 5G technology, everybody listen up, this is important, a little bit contrary here. 5G technology, as it is brought into cities, will ultimately be proven as biologically harmful to humans and all life and will eventually be outlawed. Interesting, this is our final prediction of the show. Randall, what are we talking about? One of the things that I want to speak to was technological shifts. So, you know, Ed, the global importance of communication right now is vital and will be into the future. So the reason I put that in is to get people thinking that new discoveries in technology is not going to stop. I mean, this is the most important thing that's going to happen to the world over the next decade or, or 20 years. So there's going to be people continuing to invent new things. So new technologies are being discovered or being released that already exist that we don't have yet. Uh, so I put that in there to just to kind of gut punch people into thinking that the evolution of this of the media business is not going to just stop and we're going to continue with what we have now. No, it's going to continue to evolve. So, you know, things that are going to be developed in the future, uh, you know, as I said, along with what I said before about the humanistic values of things. So those two things converge and... And, um, you know, how this technology is affecting people uh, is also going to be brought into the table and into the discussion because it's going to be all over, you know, communities and neighborhoods and everywhere. Uh, People can already see these devices in their local neighborhoods popping up if you're in a city. So I just wanted to include that there to just to kind of, you know, 
put that thought into people that, you know, that media is part of this technological revolution that's going on and it's going to continue to evolve. Thank you very much. And it's, it's good for people to think that it isn't all, yay, look at what we have. And there might be something to look at on the other side, maybe the dark side. Thank you. I have a quick lightning round question. We're up against the clock here, but I'm going to give you each one sentence answer. One sentence, not with about 25 commas and semicolons in it. So the question is around the table. We'll start with Ryan, then Rob, then Judy, and then Randall. Uh, Judy. Everybody's name started with R except yours. What can we do about it? That's another show. Okay, so neither mind. So what can I tell you? So the question is, it, let's say uh, by the end of 2025, during that year, what will be your favorite broadcast medium? Will it be internet radio? And you could predict there'll be a brand new style. Uh, will it be a podcast? Will it be live streaming? Will it be Facebook Live? Will it be Amazon Live? Who knows? So let me just get your thoughts. One sentence each, and let's see what you have to say. Ryan Treasure, 2025, what will your favorite audio communications method be for you personally? This is an easy one. By 2025, we'll be able to broadcast to all of them simultaneously. So my answer is all of them. Ooh, that's an interesting answer. Rob Greenlee, what do you have to say? I just think that we're going to continue to see the expansion and the adoption of uh, all the mediums that we have in our toolkit right now. I'm not sure that there's going to be any new thing that's going to be be really invented that will be, uh, you can say, transformative as opposed to what we have today. I think it's going to be an it's going to be an evolution of improvement and audience reach and distribution. Sure, there's going to be some capabilities that um, <laughs> haven't haven't really existed prior, but they're going to be incremental. That they're not going to be revolutionary. Thank you, Rob. Judy, one sentence. What's going to be your favorite media? You certainly have a lot of them you've used. So what do you see? 2025. (laughs) Facebook has been my favorite media, and I think it will continue to be. I love interacting with my followers, my supporters. It's it's been very good to me. So I, I think that I will be on that platform for a while. There you go. And that's where we can catch you. And last but not least, Randall Libero, quickly, what is your favorite broadcast medium, media by 2025? Predict. Uh, uh, definitely internet radio, but uh, the prediction that I have about internet radio and streaming is that it's going to change, as Judy was talking about, education, the, how we learn things, how we share information. I think that's going to grow and expand in ways we can't even imagine yet. Thank you very much. I like the optimism in that. I can do a prediction here of my own next week here on Technology Revolution, the future of now, which hasn't quite happened yet. We're going to be talking about Welcome to Your Digital Life, Science Fiction versus Science Fact. Ooh, and I'm going to have the panel returning from our show we did about a month and a half ago in the beginning of the series on digital ethics. So we'll call this part two. Lots to talk about. So thank you to my four very, very special guests. I really enjoyed the quotes you sent. I loved your predictions, and I learned a lot from all of you. Ryan Treasure, Rob Greenlee, Dr. Judy Morgan, and Randall Libero. And of course, a shout out to my engineer extraordinaire, Aaron Keller, on the business channel at World Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. And Ryan Treasure is also my co-producer, and thank you for that. So Bonnie D. Graham signing off, and remember, technology revolution, the future of now. Be part of making the future of now. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Technology Revolution, the future of now. Mark your calendar to join host Bonnie D. Graham every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel to hear how technology is impacting your future now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.